we're back. Hey. Hey. How's everyone doing? Tired. We're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Really tired. Really tired. No Uh, change. No change, huh? Uh, I saw that you guys had uh, been out and been active. Is that why you're so tired? Or are you just tired of of this exhausting uh, D&D campaign? Oh, it's a bit of all of it. <laughs> Just I, I love the honesty. I Just love it. Kidding. <laughs> that was the the day of kayaking, and then we did you know biking on Friday and hanging out with the family. So it's uh, lots of activity this weekend. Wow. Well, good for you. Yeah, it's good to get out there and uh, spend some time with people, and you know, enjoy what's left of summer here. Oh, I know it's coming to a, a close really fast. Son. Done. Yeah, all of you can stop talking now. Just be quiet. Be quiet. Uh, yeah, we we appreciate our summers here in Minnesota. That's for sure. Um, and this uh, year it was on a Tuesday. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's what it feels like. It does. Uh, you know, I still have this uh, anxiety that comes up year after year. Every time I see the first back to school sale, I just yeah, oh, it's yeah. painful. Yeah, uh, we measure our timing corn, the height of corn around here. Yeah, yeah, it's getting pretty tall. It is getting pretty tall. So we're going to enjoy the last bits of summer, and uh, you know, but for now, uh, by lurking all... in our basements and rolling. <laughs> <cuts. laughs> I was trying to cover for that. <laughs> So I realize how dumb that sounded since I'm in my basement here and we're playing. We're all in our basement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we suffer so that you have something to listen to. Uh, and, uh, but uh, here we are, episode, what is it, 23? 23. 23. Wow. I'm glad you guys are counting. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, easy to lose track. Uh, but uh, we're cruising along. Episode 23 is here. Um, you know, and we uh, just should throw out there thank you all for listening, sticking with us through this crazy yeah, no campaign. Joke. It's been uh, quite, a, quite a ride so far. Lots of ups and downs. I know uh, we kind of uh, uh, gross some people out with uh, the whole <laughs> chalice bit. Uh, uh, that's we. Don't, we were all don't put out. it in a we, Jerry. <laughs> you is it the royal we? I, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's it's me. It's coming from my mind, which we all know is uh, pretty twisted and only getting worse as the days roll on. No, I'm enjoying it, Jerry. Oh, uh, I'm glad. Keep going. I'm glad someone is. Keep uh, going. But I will say, you guys very willingly chugged down what was in that <laughs> cup. I thought I was going to get some arguments, and uh, there were none. So that's on you. That's all on you. And this was to remind me again. This was to. Uh, Oh, Kragar to save Kragar from turning into a were rat? No, 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 no. That Other he could have we could have accomplished that if only he drank from it. We all oh. asked for something. <laughs> oh, that's right. So don't yeah, yeah, that's true. Mine was yeah, pretty lame too. Yeah. Own your chug. <laughs> <laughs> uh Kruger, Kruger, there was that moment where I was like, you know, being a were rat's probably not that bad. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I could tell. I just watch your face. Go on YouTube, watch the episode, and uh, we'll we'll see uh, what's running through your head. So, 
And I was also kind of wondering, you know, just, you know, I was like, well, if Pierce bit me, would the bear override the rat? The wolf? Yeah. <laughs> the wolf. Or the wolf, right, the right. Because yeah, I wanted the bear, but. There have to be rules on that, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Are you like a quarter rat, a quarter wolf? <laughs> or is it just the first first come, first served? Right. Uh, or is there a is there like a stronger gene? Is it like the you know? I, I'm I'm guessing it's whatever you were, you were infected with first. I, I, I would think so. If I was going to rule it, but you know, yeah, self serving. Yeah. I was wondering, and you know, I was like, well, I mean, it still technically haven't manifested. So that's true. Or maybe it's every other every other full moon. <laughs> Well, that'd oh, that would be fun. Let's that's, just say that's in the past, so we don't have to think about that. Yeah, yeah, you, you uh-huh. guys are good. All right. And you uh, you sent uh, Pierce packing, so you don't have to worry about uh, getting bit by a werewolf now, so that's good. I, uh, that was probably a really bad idea. He's, <laughs> he's just going to go kill people. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's still out there, so we might still get bit by a werewolf. Yeah. The whole city will slowly be turned into werewolves. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of them, apparently. What have we done? What have we done here? Uh, No, I I think that was probably smart, given the circumstances. But um, so, uh, yeah, well, let's get to the game. Uh, First, thanks, everyone, for listening. And like I said before, sticking with us through this uh, crazy campaign and a crazy time. And uh, if you want to help support our adventures, please feel free to contribute to our Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Dungeon Patrol or go to DungeonPatrol.com and click on the Patreon button. Thank you to all of our patrons out there. You know who you are. You make all of this possible. And that being said, Alar, do you have a recap for us? Alar and the fine young no. Alar and their great young cannibals track down the Book of Skulls in the Temple of Galros, the god of death. They made their way past gargoyles into the catacombs, where they interrupted a sinister ritual, which inadvertently made things worse, summoning a, an ominous red mist. Will they clean up their mess? Find out on Dungeon Patrol. <laughs> Uh, nicely done. Uh, like I, <laughs> I twisted all the facts just to yeah. fit your narrative. That seems to be the theme <laughs> uh, on Facebook nowadays, at least. But thank you, you for fine young. About. Thank you for fine young cannibal reference. <laughs> Did you used to like them? <laughs> Drive me crazy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we had someone on uh, on Facebook who uh, came up with that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. That that was uh, that was a good well. They were hoping that we wouldn't. Go into the cannibalism. Yeah, I couldn't make any promises though, so I, I. We'll wait and see. Yeah, you know things just get worse, and I run out of ideas. Someone's gonna have to eat somebody. So. <laughs> well, you know, objectively, uh, bugbears don't have a lot of problems with that. So <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. He's already thought about it it's, several times. It's not technically cannibalism at that point, <laughs> right? It, you know, it is true. Not, it's not. I'm just gonna tell you, I'm very sinewy, so. Yeah, I think it depends on what form you're in. Yeah, it's true. And now I should really watch out. <laughs> Don't how turn that, into a... How does say, that work? If you shape change into something, you know, tasty like a deer. Yeah. 
and die, do you automatically change back or do you? Yeah, I think you do. No, I go back to, I go back to my form. Well, that's a shame. (laughs) So we couldn't, you know, ask you to transform into a pig to search out some truffles for us. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, you could, but you, you know, as soon as I die, I go back to human. Well, okay. Okay. But if you change, a, change into a deer yeah. and somebody really quickly hacks off one of your haunches. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, and if I still back, yeah. just part of him. So yeah. am I, I still alive? You're saying so you take well, off whether like or not a you're leg. Alive or not, if you take the leg off, does the leg, I, I don't know. Or does it independently change back? That's probably a, G, a DM discretion kind of thing. Uh, it sounds like it would work to me. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Figure out where bacon comes from on a, on a pig and you make it happen, I guess. So it's just all about keeping him alive. <laughs> <laughs> this is yes. even worse. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know, every time you like- guys sit down to eat, Craig R is like looking at this hunk of moldy bread and then looking at Brokos. Right. And- yeah, it was a long time. Why does Brokos time, always but- turn into a, wild, a giant spider? He doesn't turn into <laughs> anything else. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, again for the, uh, wonderful recap, Alar. And you guys are in the Temple of Galros, uh, oh, God yeah. of Death. And you did run into these, uh, black robed, uh, brothers, monks of some sort. And, uh, that's where and they we're, were up to no good. <laughs> according to you do you want me to share screen Jerry uh, yeah you can certainly share the screen thanks for all the folks at home all the folks watching on YouTube um, and brother so, Harmon's clinging to life right <laughs> he's he's pretty dead pretty dead or completely dead he's pretty completely dead <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean but to be fair you guys don't know that yet because oh, so, down over there, he he could have tripped and fell behind those sarcophagus or sarcophagi. Are, are you worried about us blaming you? No, I'm just saying, you know, you know, if it's going to affect your decision making, you don't necessarily know he's dead. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, he could have fell on his own rapier. <laughs> <laughs> what a klutz! Happens a lot around you. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I think last time, uh, there was some talk of, uh, the other brother that you were talking to coming over to Brokos to get the, uh, book of skulls, which is dangling from the web, um, that, uh, you managed to, uh, uh, obtain it with Brokos. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we will start there. And the shouting of the Black Road Brothers dies down to muted gibbering once they spy the strange reddish clouds. Their nebulous shapes glide over the sarcophagi and around other obstacles silently, relentlessly. Uh, the brother next to you retrieves the book from your web uh, and runs it back to the lectern. He slams it down in front of the stammering man and quickly opens it. He orders the other brothers to take their spots. Meanwhile, he runs over to a brazier and grabs a log, gripping it firmly in his soft, pale hands. He tries to look menacing as he slowly walks back toward the lectern. And that's where we're at. 
So are they going to reheat it? And where are the clouds? Are they, can you? Uh, they should be on your map now, I think. Uh, maybe you no, just can't I'm see not, them. I'm not seeing them. No, yeah, I don't see anything. Oh, weird. Uh, one is over to the right. Oh, oh, oh I see it. I see something I see disappeared. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I'm not getting it. Oh, it's because it's in shadow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just on the limits of your sight, perhaps. Um, so, I mean, so are these like just humanoid shaped? Are they just, are these, I thought I was picturing these like big clouds of gas, but these are like small. Yeah, they're they're smallish. Occasionally you do see them sort of uh, roughly take like a, a humanoid form, um, but they're mostly just kind of vaporous, you know, apparitions floating towards you. And occasionally, you know, they'll take the shape of a, something that you would recognize as a humanoid. Okay. Are we still on initiative? Yeah. It is time to roll initiative. Roll initiative. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded good. Yeah. So. I beat you, Brokos. I rolled bad. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what did you get, Alar? I rolled wow. a nat 20. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's use up the nat 20 on initiative, <laughs> why don't we? That's always a great idea. Hey, at least you got a nat 20. Um, so, my, so my dex bonus is plus three, if that means I can go before the nasty creatures. Um, yeah, we'll uh, keep you all together. Um, I, I just saw we both had a 10, so... Yep, I'll switch that around. So, we have Alar coming in with his nat 20, giving him a 24. Brokos with a 23. Triss with an 11. Kragar with a 10. And the creatures with a 10. So, um, Alar, what do you want to do? You see these clouds floating towards you. I will pull out my mandolin, and strum it as light streams from behind me, my hair blowing in the wind. My mantle of inspiration grants each of my allies five bonus hit points and allows them to move their speed now. Oh, wow. Okay. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I like, know I am. Out, of, like, out of turn, we can just move? Yeah, I believe that's what it says. Um, yep you can immediately use your reaction to move up to your speed without provoking opportunity attacks. That's pretty sweet. And what was the other bit hit points? Five hit points. Nice. Mm. Uh, so are you running? Are you, do you leave? Yeah. Do I leave? No, I am here to inspire you all with my grandeur. <laughs> so Triss, are you moving using uh, any of this inspiration that you received from Alar? Yes. Uh Triss will move. Oops. Not on this screen. Yeah. Triss will move. Um 
towards the middle to protect the brothers who are chanting. Okay. And um, Kragar, what about you? If people aren't retreating, I'm going to stay where I'm at. Okay. Brokos? Yeah, I'm on the ceiling, so I will go back down here. Closer to the lectern area? Mm -hmm. Perfect. And Alar, I'm assuming you can't take advantage of your own? No, I don't get my own bonuses. Okay. That makes me sad for you. We all moved, yeah, every moved away. Look at me. You shouldn't be sad for this. <laughs> uh, I am filling you with, with inspiration and joy at, at there could be such beauty in the world <laughs> as me. Uh, your presence is an inspiration always. It is a gift. <laughs> it is a gift. <laughs> Brokos, you're up next. So I will use my, so I can still use my regular movement, right? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. I am going to get up in the corner here. And I think I'm going to, I mean, the jig is up. So I'm going to kind of climb down and just turn to my regular form. Oh, okay. I'll make you small again. And I'm just going to start kind of getting my uh, uh, spell ready. So that will be my turn. All right. So you climb down, transform back to your uh, humanoid self, Hmm. and preparing. Triss, you're next. Uh, So Triss will move up to right there. And we'll turn with blades drawn and wait. All right. So pulling up next to the brother that you had been talking to. Yeah. And waiting. Kragar. I'm going to loot the body. <laughs> okay. Kragar, uh, can, can you tell me what, uh, what cloak you are wearing? Oh, that's a good point. Um, I mean, when we last talked, I put my black cloak back on, so I, I, I'm not wearing the cool red one. Okay. So I, I'm not getting the incredible benefits of it right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so black cloak on your normal cloak, and so you loot the body, uh, and you find um, uh, a little baggie full of uh, coins, uh, various denominations, and about 12 gold worth um, and uh, some looks like uh, prayer beads of some kind, like a necklace. You don't know if it's valuable or not, um, but that's about all had on him. Hmm. Well, be oh. sure to put those coins on your eyes when we let you to rest. <laughs> I, was ho- I was hoping for more, you know, from the high priest of the God of death, but okay. Says yeah. every rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, well, I'll pilfer through that, and then, uh, yeah. Yeah, just pocket it quick. And and, and we can't see him doing this, because he's kneeling <laughs> he's down. Still, still down. <laughs> yeah. uh, we just correct. assume he's, you know, creeping up to attack the creatures. But. I mean, it could look like I'm, you know, trying to apply medical aid or something to him. 
<laughs> oh, he fell. I'm just here to help. Uh, oh, he's got a wound in his coin pouch. Uh, <laughs> all right. Is that all you're doing, Craigar? Yeah. Okay. All right. So creatures are going to move. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And... Closer and closer. Oh. Okay, now I can see that one clearly. Yeah. Should be in your vision now. Actually, both of them. I don't know why one is not showing. The other one's looking pretty faint. Yeah, what is that? That's strange. It's got to be that shadow in the lighting. Yeah, it's a gaseous cloud. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. I'm just going to move it and see if it... Oh, there it does. Okay, so it is a lighting thing. Well, Alar, back to you. You see the clouds inexorably <clears throat> getting closer. I don't know that I have anything for clouds. Um, Actually, they're moving away from you. I know. That makes me happy, but... Um, I forgot you were still way on the other side of the map. Let's see. Uh, well, I will cast uh, Blade Ward upon myself as a cantrip, and I will still move up to here to be closer to my allies. All right. So, and does it seem like those clouds are homing in on the book? Uh, it's hard to tell. They're definitely coming towards... Um, the that area, but okay. you're not sure why. Okay, Brokos, you're up. Back in human uh, form. Yeah, I'm going to cast uh, Moonbeam. A large beam comes down, radiates from the ceiling on this one in front of me here. All right, and uh, he has to do a Constitution saving throw. You might have to move since those are pillars in between you and it. I don't know if. Oh, you're... well, I mean, I can just if I can see it there. Yeah. Oh, those black squares. Were it's like not the... like from me though. It comes from above. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you still need to see your target. Yeah, right, is what he's saying. Yeah. Yep. So that that's all you needed to do. Let's move okay. over five feet. Yep. All right. Um, so moonbeam comes down. Let's see if I have any and what is the effect of that again uh it's a 2d10 radiant damage on a a failed save or half as much on a successful save all right and i am going to just put that over there so i don't forget Um, and got a five. That is a fail. Um, I suppose you're not considered a shape changer, huh? Uh, no. That does 10 points of radiant damage. Okay. Let me see here. Do, 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 do. Um, and that is going to hurt quite a bit. All right. Put it back over there. Now, 
Anything else from you, Brokos? Nicely done. Um, yeah, I'm going to just, uh, right here's fine. Okay, hang out there. Yeah, we're good. Chris, mm-hmm. you're up. You see this beam of light come shining down. You're very familiar with it since you had to run through it a couple of times the last time it was used. One, one correction, Jerry, really quick. I'm sorry. That would be at the beginning of your turn if you start there. So if you just want to consider that at your start of their turn. Oh, okay. Not damage that done on my turn. So sorry. That's okay. I know there were some rules that we got yep. uh, wrong last time. And so thanks yep. for correcting that. But Tris, beam of uh, light. So Tris is not going to run towards the beam of light. <laughs> Tris is going to, um, as a bonus action, cast Searing Smite. Oh, what? I've done this before. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and then I will just be ready to defend against um, either of the clouds if they come towards us. Okay. That's all uh, I'm going to do. That's all you're going to do? I'm not going to run over and engage. Nope. Okay. What does Syrian Smite do? So the next time I hit with my weapon, um, then it causes... Uh, 2d6 um, fire nice. damage. I recall um, that. Yeah, and then it ignites in flames, and then there's a constitution saving throw, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Kragar, you're up. So I guess I didn't realize, because I don't pay attention, that uh, those, were, those were columns. So do I have cover there? Uh, you basically do, yeah. You have so much cover now. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're like covered all the way. And hiding behind the pillar. So kind of peeking around, I see this thing. It's like, I guess, flying over the sarcophagi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just wondering if I could poke out and get a surprise attack on it. Uh, I believe if you circled around the other side, that would make sense. Well, I, I, don't need to, I don't need to move because I can do a 10-foot. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I can literally just like my my arm will just come jabbing out from around the pillar and poke. But at that it. would mean it has cover for you too. Uh, I mean, for the benefit you've of got that. the sarcophagus and the pillar between you. Yeah, it's sort of floating over the top of a sarcophagus right now. Well, I guess um, I wasn't thinking for defensive purposes. I was thinking for sneak attack purposes, but you're right. I mean, I don't know what. Uh, yeah, I'd let you do a sneak attack with uh, disadvantage. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Did he die or what? So that would just be an attack because I, uh, I would get normally, I would get advantage on a sneak. So you're saying it would. It would oh, fall. yeah. Yeah. That's how you get the advantages. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what sneak attack is. You have to have advantage on something. That's how you get your sneak right. attack. Right, so then that wouldn't be a sneak attack if I didn't yeah, know. That's gotcha. I was just thinking damage. And I would, I, yeah, I would I would take that offer. Well, I mean, the, the alternative is I could then, I could just, what are you saying? I could just sneak around and do that. Yes, if you want to move around behind it and get out of the, the that pillar out of your way, then okay. I would say you'd get a full sneak attack. Okay, 
I will do that. So I will sneakily step around the pillar and try to stab it in its <laughs> back. All right. <laughs> and go for it. So do I need to make a stealth to see if he spots me? Uh, no, no. I mean, you were, um, I'd say that's part of the, part of the deal. You're, uh, pretty secluded there with the sarcophagi and the pillar. Okay. So I rolled a 20 and a seven, which is ideal. So my sneak attack, then does he take precision damage? Does he take, does he take sneak attack damage? Um, yes, I will say it does. Hmm. So generous, Jerry. Yeah. Kind and loving DM. All right. Well, then this is going to hurt. <laughs> you guys make me feel like I'm too, too nice. Mm-hmm. No, no. I'm just going to, you know, flatter you whenever you do something in our favor. <laughs> the bard uh, is supposed to flatter people. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's why I practice on myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I rolled a lot of low dice, but that is going to be 28 damage Whoa. on the first strike. All right. And then I, go. then I get to poke him with a dagger, but then the dagger would not have sneak attack. Okay. It would just be the pokey. Uh, and that would be a... Uh, I'm sorry, not a dagger, a short sword. It would be a 22 to hit with the short sword. Uh, that is a hit as well. Ooh, but max damage on that, and that will be nine damage. Nice. Nicely done. Uh, so you sneak around in this uh, thing. You don't know if it has a front or a back or not, and and you are surprised that you managed to get around behind it, and it seemed to just be fixated on something else. And so you managed to make your attacks and do some considerable damage, you think. And now it's the creature's turn. So, this one is now still moving in. It's going to move away from you, Kragar. Uh, which would provoke. Uh, yes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> It's just slash, slash. <laughs> He's going to keep going. <laughs> well, you know, so that'll be uh, 18 to hit. Uh, yes, that's a hit. That is for another six points of damage. Six points of damage. Nicely done. Okay. Um, now, it's going to float away from you. Uh, and this is unusual for you, Kragar, because, you know, you felt like you uh, uh, did some damage to the to the creature, and it still just kind of hovers away, not paying you any attention. And then it goes over and occupies the same square that Triss is on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So you are enveloped by this reddish mist. And I need you to roll a constitution save. So before we do that, since I like was specifically ready for something, do I get to hit it before it envelops me? Uh, no. Not unless you uh, passed on your turn completely and readied readied in action. 
Well, okay. That's what I was intending when she, I just... She did, yeah. I said yeah, bonus action, ready. and then that was all I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the mist comes towards you, and we'll say it starts to surround you, but I'll let you get your attack off. Okay. A serene smite. So, what if, oh, I've got to pull up the other. So that is an 18. That is a hit. Okay. So then I do 1d8 plus 2. So that's 8 damage. And then I also do the searing smite, which is an extra 2d6 damage. Uh, nice. what, what is the extra damage again? The searing smite? Yeah. Type. Damage type. Oh, it's type fire. It's fire, which is seven. All right. So, again, you can see that uh, the cloud seems to shape, uh, change shape and lose form momentarily as your attack lands and uh, you get the sense that you did some serious damage. Okay. But uh, now How it's going it to envelop you, so you need to okay. roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, this is not going to be good. At you can do it. She's got constitution for days. <laughs> not that days. much. It's a 13. Oh. Um, so. Stuff you can do. <sighs> Yeah, I didn't want her to get possessed. You've got the five extra hit points. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that maybe it nice. helps. Uh, maybe hit points. It's not her hit points we're worried about right now. I'm worried about, yeah. yeah let's see. So you are going to take... Um, 11 necrotic damage. Oh, ouch. ouch. And... Your maximum hit point total is reduced by eleven. Ooh. What? No, 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 no! Take that five off the top. I did. That's the necrotic, yeah. So six. Her maximum is dropped by six. Okay. So, um, yeah, that that hurts. And the creature suddenly seems to be. Gain a little, a little, uh, a little more substance. Uh-huh. Life. Mm-hmm. Feed it the priests. <laughs> yeah. Why are we feeding it our life? Hmm? Uh, that's a good point. Um, the uh, other one, which uh, is going to move out of this uh, beam here, is going to fly over. But wait, does it take damage because it started in the beam? That's, uh, we counted it on my It already oh, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it did. Uh, it's going to envelop uh, our friend here. And wow, wow. Um, so he rolls a 19, so good for him. He's used to this. <laughs> They've practiced. Uh, it's like boot camp with, uh, you know. <laughs> putting you in the bunker with the uh, tear gas. So they've done this. Yeah, they've done this before. Part of their training. Yeah. 
so you see uh, Trisk get enveloped by this cloud. Um, the brother that you were talking to also got enveloped by a cloud. What are you going to do? I will run up and stab the mist. All right. No, no I will not. Because it's <laughs> I was going to say, that does not sound very Aylor-ish. <laughs> Imagine it. Um, I am going to... Uh, Sing a little song for Triss to inspire her and give her uh, an inspiration die. So you get nice. a, a D6 that you can use. Very, very good. Um, uh, let's see if I can do anything else as a bonus action. Because I don't really have any spells that are good for these things. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to put him to sleep. I can try. Well, I've already used my action, so I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, not moving or anything? I don't think so, no. Okay. Brokos. You hear Alar uh, strumming um, away over there? Tris I'm going the mighty. to uh, move my moonbeam right. over to where the cloud went. Yeah. And then I will... Right back over here. That's my turn. Get it. All right. So Moonbeam is moved, and next turn we'll take some damage. Is there any chance that you could make that so I can move it too? Uh, Yeah. That way I can do aura and spell point and stuff like that. Mm hmm. Awesome. Let's see. Give that a shot. I won't abuse it, you know. Perfect. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, Tris, back to you. Jerry, since the precedent is set now, I'd like permission to move lots of things on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just following your rules, Jerry. My, right. my, my spell. <laughs> <laughs> my spell, my choice, people. Right. Okay, so... Um, I'm going to step out of the mist. Oh, I I really have a problem. I just want to move. Yeah, there we go. Well, I would not move towards the other mist. I would move <laughs> here. There we okay. go. Yeah, that's better. Actually, uh, maybe I'll move there. That's what I'm doing. Um, and then I will attack it. Um, again. All right. Attack away. Uh, plus, oh, that's a 16. That is a hit. Oh. And do See if this is going to hurt or not. Oh, yeah, I hope so. That's 11. Nice. Does put a dent oh, in the creature. Oh, I'm a big liar. Sorry, I added four instead of two. It's nine. Okay. Can't be trusted. I know. <laughs> uh, all right. So, then, yeah. Well, and then I'm going to do my second. So, rapier and then short sword. Yep. Which is an 18. Also a hit. Which is five. Nice. So, yeah, you swing away and you can see little bits of this, you know, like uh, vapor just kind of disappear and um, seems to be 
again, losing some of its shape from the damage that you're inflicting. Kragar, you're up. I am going to double move down here. It's, uh, with my sword drawn, I'm going to put it at this guy's throat and say, turn to 823 or die. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Oh, Kragar. <laughs> Kragar, Kragar, Kragar. Uh, all right. So he's he's going to continue to uh, babble on with what he's reading. Um, and uh, the mist here is going to continue to try to uh, envelop this fellow here. So... This is a problem because the mist is technically on this brother that you talk to, and so is the moonbeam. No, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm talking to the guy by the podium. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's so the he's there, though. That's where he is? Yep. Wait, is the book back the on priest? the podium? Yeah, they moved it back over there. Yeah. But the, and the, the guy is here. Correct. Yeah. So it's at the start of his turn mm-hmm. on the moonbeam. Yep. So what I'm saying is all these three uh, tokens on the map here are actually all on uh, this one space. Oh, well, Moonbeam's going to hit the guy too. That's this what it is. <laughs> right. So what what does the Moonbeam do again? Uh, I need a con save. Oh, I love not having to play a paladin sometimes. 17? <laughs> yeah, that... So it's just half damage. Okay. And what was the damage again? Uh, let's do... So it's five points of radiant damage. Ooh. Ooh. Hurts this guy. Hurts so good. Okay. He had every opportunity to move. He did. He did. Um, so the creature is also going to try to uh, steal some of his uh, life force here. So he's going to roll for that. That is a natty 20. Wow. Who Did they both save? He saved on both of them. Okay. No, I mean for the moonbeam. The mist oh, and the, him? The mist. No, I didn't roll for the mist yet. Uh, and the mist did not save. And that's going to be 14 points of radiant damage. Dang. All right. So that really hurt the mist. And now we're going to, uh, I'm going to have this guy move out of the way. Um, And he's going to disengage and just run back here. And try to deal with this Kragar situation. <laughs> uh, and, and what's he doing? What's he saying to Kragar? Uh, he's going to let Kragar know. He's like, "You fool! What are you doing? We can't stop reading. This is this is why the mists appeared. This is why they're here. We stopped reading. We can never stop reading from the book. Don't you understand? Please pull your blade back." Don't hurt him. He must continue to read. Please, brother, keep reading. Keep reading. 
That's when he's Read page eight twenty three. Wow. Try to get away from this, and Craigar just brings it all over here. I'm trying to hide the corner. <laughs> you know, oh. he hasn't stopped him from reading. He can obviously turn pages. Yeah, you can't read a book without turning pages. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you can you can keep reading, and you know, open oh. it up so the other person can read. That's yeah. doable. Write down some ideas for my new character. <laughs> uh, okay. So this one's going to uh, envelop you again, Tris. No, ah. first it takes fire damage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it has to make a con, a con save. Con save. And that is a uh, 15. That that makes it. So oh. the, the flame is gone. Uh, flame is gone. Okay. Uh-huh. So it's going to move up and then move on top of you, but I'll just leave it over in the side here. I need a con save from you. And now is this, do I use my bonus six before or I roll and then see if I want to add my six, the the six die from Alar? Um, that I'm, I'm not sure yeah, specifically, but I think, um, yeah, let him check his spell. I think you'd have to announce it. Um, it can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Yeah. Okay. So, and then how long do I get this? If, like, if I don't use it now, does it go away? Ten minutes. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm gonna. I got. I rolled an eighteen, and I'm not gonna use the bonus die. Okay. That is save. Nothing happens. Oh, okay. Whew. Um, and that's all it's going to do. So, Alar, you were... Oh, wait. Did I do this mist yet? Yes, I did. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, he saved. Uh, yeah. That's right. Alar, okay. back to you. Uh, well, I don't got much, but I'm going to... Um, <laughs> Actually, my bardic inspiration is a bonus action, so I could have done something last time. But I can at least use vicious mockery on the mist and uh, tell it how its shade of red is totally out of season at this point. Um, and it gets a... Sure, that'd be effective. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it gets a wisdom save. Um, it's an enchantment. So it is the the enchantment in the it's not the actual insults, uh, but it is psychic damage. So psychic if it can take damage. psychic damage, it must roll a wisdom save. Oh yeah, it does look I don't see anything about psychic You've damage. You've hurt its feelings. It is immune to being charmed, but that's not what we're talking about here, nope. right? <laughs> yeah. Looks like nope. it's good. Strange. Okay. Well, it takes uh, four points of psychic damage and has disadvantage on its next attack. Nice. If that's at all relevant. Yeah, not not really relevant, but yeah, because it just exists and damages by existing, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. It just sucks. It's like a vacuum of life force. And Brokos, you're up. So. The moonbeam. Two questions. Oh, I'm going to give bardic inspiration to uh, to that poor priest as well, who's enveloped. 
Oh, he left. He left. He ran out of the cloud. Oh, that's right. He um, went to talk to Kragar. Then I'll, <laughs> then I'll was a give it. Threat. I'll give it to Kragar so that you know. Maybe he can use it on an intelligence check or a wisdom check or something like that. <laughs> um, so the moonbeam's still on that cloud. It didn't move, right? Correct. Okay. So, and the other one's enveloping Triss? Uh, yes. Okay. So I'll just keep it there. I'm going to just use a free action to plead to Kragar. Kragar, please listen to them. Don't get us all killed. And then I'm going to use a dash to do twice my... And I'm going to get back over here. All right. Nice. That's okay. my turn. You're a zippy little guy. Yeah. Well, I use dash. I use twice my room. Triss, you are up. You see Brokos uh, just take off running uh, down this aisle between the sarcophagi and uh, mist. uh you know, kind of enshrouds you still and obscures your vision a little bit. But um, you see that uh, your allies are kind of all around you, left you in the middle of the room with uh, two of these mists. I see that. I see that. We are all around you, believing in you. Cheering you on. I'm going to step out of the mist. Okay. And I don't remember... I don't remember if, if I'm in my actual spot or if the mist is in You there. are in your actual spot, yeah. All right, so then I will I'll move here. Okay. And I will attack the mist. Attack the mist. Which is an 18. That is a hit. For the first one, which is six damage. And then I will use the bonus action to attack with the other, my other weapon, which is a 13. Uh, Also a hit. And which is five. Five. All right. So, yeah, the mist is much more transparent now, losing a lot of its color. And, uh, a lot easier to see through now after your couple of swipes with your weapons. And Kragar, you're up. So you've heard this explanation from this uh, brother that, you know, has been the one to talk to you since you came down here. I mean, yeah, so Kragar's completely dissatisfied because he's not telling them to stop reading. He wants them to turn pages. Okay. But apparently everybody's committed to killing this mist thing, so <laughs> I guess we're doing this. Okay. So he's going to. Well, see either, either them or us. Well, I just <laughs> wanted to tear out the page, and then we could run, and they could deal with their mess. Uh, That's yeah. what he wanted to do. But whatever. So he's just going to step up and see if he can finish this thing off. So I'll have advantage since I'm flanking with Chris, right? Yep. All right. That will be an 18 to hit. That is a hit. See what you can do. Actually, really good. Uh, That will be 17 on my first hit for damage. Wow. So you take one... uh, mighty swipe at this creature and it seems to like uh 
like sever into two separate clouds and then just completely dissipates before your eyes. And it is, I guess, dead, if you want to call it that. Ah. See, see one. what happens when Kragar joins the fight? Look at that. Just like that. Uh-huh. Right, so the other one is still over there. <laughs> the yeah. Yep, by the moonbeam. Okay. Well, I will just I will just hold my ground then. Okay. And I will shout again, turn to the damn page or you'll be next. <laughs> okay. So the uh are, uh are we the baddies now? <laughs> we just need a page out of their book. Bad. Yeah. One lousy page, so we can without it. <laughs> and we're willing to kill you for it. That mm, okay? You know what? It's all about a bluffing, right? Can I actually can I make an intimidation <laughs> check or something? Actually, uh, yeah. that's awesome. Um, okay, so uh, this one I have to do a save, right? Since I'm still in the moonbeam. Uh, yes, sir. Ooh, ooh, ooh! So that's a uh, sixteen. So that save, that saves, but you still take damage. Yep, still take. Which damage. is you take. I rolled eighteen points of damage, so you take nine points of damage. Ouch! Wow. Radiant damage. Radiant. So this thing is going to move now, and it's just going to go to the basically the nearest spot. Uh, sorry, I'll move you back here. Oh. So you're going to punish him for actually engaging in the fight now. I, well, it's, uh, <laughs> the it's completely the nearest warm body, I'll say. Um, so you have to roll a con save, Kragar. Great. Can I use that inspiration here? Sure. Yeah. And what is it? Just add a D6? D6. Yep. I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh, nice. I rolled a six. So that will be... Uh, 17. 17. So that does save. All right. So five temporary hit points too. Oh gosh, guys. Um, Alar, you're up. Sorry to cause you inconvenience. Um, (laughs) so the, the other, okay. So that one is done. Um, Kragar is surrounded. I'm not worried about uh, the priests. Are they being armed? Uh, just the one that ran up to you had grabbed a basically a log and improvised <laughs> weapon. No, I meant you're surrounded by the mist, so I wasn't going to stab the mist. Oh. Um, I will uh, give Kragar another inspiration die and uh, mock this mist as well. Nice. So roll me uh, a wisdom save, Jerry. Uh, a 13? Uh, no. Actually, no, because we're not level four yet. So yes, that makes the save. So nothing. Okay. All right. So you gave him more inspiration and Brokos, your turn. All right, so the moonbeam's on Kragar, but you know what? Sacrifices happen. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to kind of just uh, get next to Alar and say, hey, buddy, what's going on? And then that's my turn. 
Okay. Should we leave these chumps or what? Uh, uh, Tris, you're up. So right. you've just uh, basically seen the one in front of you or the one that was on you uh, dissipate completely. And now you see the person who, who uh, made it go away is now enveloped in his own mist. But is there any way that I can hit the mist without hitting Kragar? That's a good question. I would, I would think it would be difficult. Uh, so you'd probably roll with a disadvantage. Mm, and so I could possibly accidentally hit Kragar instead of the mist. Is that where no. we're going? <laughs> no, that would not happen. Uh, yeah, I'd, 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 <laughs> unless you want to hit Kragar. Skilled like fighter would accidentally miss, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am going to move up and I am going to try hitting the mist. All right. So I roll at a disadvantage. Oh. Low shave, Kragar. Yeah. Hold still. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a 10. Uh, that is a miss. And Kragar narrowly escapes getting hit. Oh, right. okay. Well, I will. And I'm going to try again now with the short sword. <laughs> oh, that's a good roll. That's a, I got a 13 and a 19. So that's 17. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. Ooh. And that is five points of damage. Five points of damage. And that is just enough to make it uh, disappear. What? That wasn't so bad. Yeah. Uh, The the person that didn't get their (laughs) hit points reduced. Yeah. Uh, But I gave you extra hit points. (laughs) I gave you bonus hit points. You're welcome, Tris. Um, Small little detail here. Uh, The moving's still on because I can't dispel it until my turn. (laughs) Yeah, so I would immediately... so rude. (laughs) Do do I have to... I would immediately... You have to make your save, yeah. 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 But I have an inspiration die, so it's a reflex? Uh, Constitution. Okay, yeah, I'll use the the inspiration again wisely. Uh, So that'll be a 20. Yeah, that definitely saves. Uh, so you take, well, not bad, uh, eight points of radiant damage. That's hot, half? Hot, 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 that's, hot, that's half, yeah. It's 2d10. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, that's, then you can move. Hey, yeah. you know, okay, we all make right. sacrifices. So the is even angrier. So he's going to stalk back over. Yeah, Brooke, has the guy, has the guy talk. Has the guy turned pages yet? Uh, he's still, the guy at the lectern still reading from the book. Uh, the other brother that you'd been talking to uh, is kind of standing there, you know, trying to look menacing, holding this piece of wood. And he's like, just let him continue to read. Please, please just let him continue to read. Don't make me use this. So I will look at him and I will, I would be as in, I mean, I'm obviously towering over him. I'm going to say, we're taking page 823. Hey, uh, you, can, you can stand there and be alive when we leave or dead when we leave. <laughs> I don't care. We'll all be dead if you take a page from this book. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Silence. I, I, don't, I don't know if I believe him. Okay. No, you can I, do an insight or, uh, yeah, you can, can see. We if you just can. need to borrow the page. 
We will use it for our purposes and return it to you. So, oh, I rolled an added twenty on inside, so that'd be a twenty-two. Nice man. Uh, he definitely seems uh, earnest when he says it. Um, so he, at the very least, totally believes that everyone is going to die if you try to take a page from the book. So you see him take a big sigh after Alar speaks. What page are we on now? He takes a breath and he's like, please, please, everyone, please. I am Brother Ronan. I am part of the Order of the Enduring Repose, one of many orders dedicated to Galros. As you can tell, our work here is extremely sensitive, but it's also important. And I can't imagine how Brother Harmon got mixed up in this plot that you speak of. But based on his reaction, it was obviously true. I, I believe you. Now, you keep how talking would he about have this. Used, how would he have used the page if it's, this book is constantly in use? You keep saying page 823. That is a passage in the book. And it's quite simple. I'm happy to tell it to you. I, I know it from memory. Great. Cool. What is it? Right, can somebody write this down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone better write it down. It's simply, eternal rest be yours, spirits of the damned. That is 823. Now, although Galros awaits us all, I'd prefer you to meet him at a time of his choosing. So, as a token of my uh, appreciation for your help in dealing with these myths, please take these potions and tend to your wounds. So, he gives you a couple of healing potions. It seems like your God wants you dead. He's a very vengeful God that punishes you for not constantly praising him. This is not the not us, not about us praising Galros. Not at all. This is the book we are given to soothe these restless spirits, like the ones that you just fought. There are thousands of them. Some much more powerful than the ones that you encountered. Now, we must read from the book twenty-four hours a day, every day. Otherwise. All of them will be freed, and this town, and possibly this land, will be wiped out. Well, that doesn't seem like a very good system. (laughs) I think if your god truly loved you, he would solve this permanently. Why don't you pray to him for that? That is not our task. Our task is to read from the book. (sighs) So wait, what are these mists? They're dead spirits? What is this? Uh, you could roll if you want. No, I, I'm asking him. Oh, you're asking him. Yes. They are vampiric mists. So he tells you that they are kind of the disembodied spirits of vampires that have been vanquished. Oh, my. And he goes on to tell you that, you know, obviously a town with the history that Vadrigan has produces many restless, vengeful spirits uh, of the deceased 
Um, so they have everything from, you know, a uh, low level sort of uh, lich to, you know, revenants and whatever that are being kept in this sort of artificial slumber due to what he believes is reading from the book of skulls 24 seven. Well, now you have two less that you need to keep pacified. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Your recruitment brochure must be amazing. Do you like to read (laughs) all the time? Uh, 24 seven. Do you Uh, like peace and quiet? (laughs) Are you a bibliophile? Hate We've the got sun. a job for you. <laughs> Do you mind wearing adult diapers? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's horrible. That is horrible. Um, so I will, I'm going to ask him this again. So I, I'm definitely feeling um, drained. So can you fix that? I'm sorry, but you should be back to full, full strength. Uh, after a long rest, Ugh, okay. I will. Uh, so, uh, feeling some guilt out of this, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go cure wounds on Triss. All right. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm. It won't do any good. It doesn't work. I'm at full health, but oh. my, my max health is lower. So, but yeah. lesser restoration, I suppose, would not help either. It'll help me though. Nobody cares. You should yeah, I, I did. I did zap him. Yeah. I did. Well, you know. No, it won't help you either, Craigar. Your your hit points I, I, are down. He didn't get affected. No, I didn't get sucked. Oh, no, you didn't, didn't get affected. Okay. I feel like I heard by his moonbeam. Okay, yeah. sir. <laughs> so yeah, we gotta talk tactics, Broco. Twelve <laughs> is you get twelve points back. And so I will turn and and look at um, Craigar. Where is the one who ran? Uh, he's over there. He fell on his sword. <laughs> Did you push him, Gregor? I, I was just minding my own business. He did not have a sword. Oh, curious. <laughs> Where did I, that sword come from? I punched Gregor. Oh, okay. You want to roll for it? If I have to. <laughs> Can you punch him with burning smite? <laughs> if it's a playful punch, you can just do it. If it's a not so playful punch, you can roll for it. I mean, I'm not like trying to damage damage him, but I am trying to send a message. It's that kind of punch. <laughs> Describe playful because that could be taken in different kind of contexts. That's true. That's true. I had an older brother, so his uh, version of playful was right. a lot different than mine. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just let you do it. Uh, no right. damage to Craigar, but he, yeah. he he gets the gets the message. And I say, you have to stop killing our leads. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> I'm gonna stalk out. <laughs> oh, okay. So Good luck uh, facing those golems on your own. Uh, That's right. Is there a back door in here? <laughs> back door. Uh, They're an off switch for the gargoyles. Brother Ronan, again, looking very tired. He, uh, he approaches <laughs> you and he's, he's like, I have given you potions. I have told you what, what I can. Um, I would prefer if you would leave us to our work here. Uh, if you leave the way you came, 
the gargoyles will not trouble you. Great. So you guys are heading out? I am. Yeah. Craigar is at least. Craigar is pouting and just walking off. He's been scolded. Uh, right. yeah. Seen a full-grown bug, right. full bugbear storm off like a little <laughs> four-year-old. Kicking the ground as he's walking. <laughs> Just grumbling. All I did was kill one person. Coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So I assume someone wrote down the passage, 823. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, what are you going to do now? I mean, we're probably going to Madame Tuvari's. Yes. Um, Madame Tuvari's. So, um, we'll puzzle this out there. I want a cookie. <laughs> I need a cookie. <laughs> now, I don't know that you deserve a cookie now, Craig R. <laughs> uh, okay. So we'll just say, uh, you leave the Temple of Galros the way you came. And just as Brother Ronan said, the gargoyles have returned to their original positions. One still has a frayed length of rope around its legs. Uh, and you can see... my rope. Oh, you're going to grab it? Yeah. Um, you can see the darkness is stealing over the city as you exit the temple. The light mist dampens your face, and you turn to walk back toward Madame Tubari's. And that is where we will end it for this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was uh, almost all a battle episode there. Yeah. Um, where I didn't have to roll any dice, which was uh, pretty good for attacks, but uh, you guys uh, made short work of those things. Um, and you got what you sought, the Passage 823 from the Book of Skulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only had to pay with some of uh, Triss's uh, precious hit points, but... Those come back. They'll come back. Don't worry. All right. All right. So we will see you guys next time. Until then, have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.